you're listening to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Rival. Each week, I'll bring you conversations with some of the most passionate, hardworking, and limitless thinkers on this planet who have a story to share, a brand that inspires, or a fire inside of them to live life on their own terms. The intention behind each episode is simple, and that's to include you in these conversations so that you can learn, apply, and grow in your own life and business. If I can share one quick secret with you before we begin, it's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us, but perhaps somewhere along the line, someone told you to play small, to play safe, and that led you to live an ordinary life. Tuning into Visionary Life will help you dust off the limiting beliefs you carry around so that you can begin to create your own most visionary life. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Let's start with your warm glass of water. How's that going down? Yeah, thanks for that. It's good. (laughs) We have a Brita and we have all the tools to have cold water, but for some reason I have a glass of warm water. Yeah, I guess I wasn't feeling super generous today. So, but I said to Dave, honestly, though, what, what, like, did you just turn the tap on and say, like, gonna give you lukewarm water? I just thought, you know what, let's play Russian roulette and see what comes out. And it was hot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but you know which way to turn the tap to make it cold or hot. Well, actually, I did turn it to cold. You just didn't wait and a sufficient amount of time. I didn't wait. And by the time that little cute mason jar got filled up... Um, it's over. <laughs> it's over. So... <laughs> All right. Well, that is a little intro. Welcome back to season four. Woo! Woo. Cue the applause and like the audience excitement and cheer. Okay, nobody's actually cheering. But yeah, it is season four. Can you believe that? Me? How many episodes? Honestly, (laughs) it's kind of crazy to think. So how long has the podcast been going timeline-wise? It has been going, I think, a year and three quarters. So we're coming up to the two-year mark in a few months. What episode would this be? This is going to be around episode 75, wow, I would say. That's crazy. However, I did have some episodes that I needed to delete and some that um, were no longer relevant. So I would say we're up actually to about 80 episodes. So I'm thinking of throwing a massive party for the 100th. Yeah, I think Should that's I? a good idea. I wouldn't know <laughs> I what massive cool. party. Because like, all of the listeners, the millions of listeners would want to show up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're going to be able to fit in our house. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, I'll rent a venue or something. But anyways, I'm beyond excited. I took the last two months off because, first of all, summer in Ontario, you kind of just want to enjoy it. The summer months here are precious. It goes by fast. And we had a lot of plans and things to do on the weekend. So I know it, it just freed up some time in my week to enjoy and to relax and we got we had a lot of fun this summer didn't we we did no we did it Um, was it is busy though like uh, i i don't know where the time goes and it's the time of year where you come home from work you do your stuff and i look at you i'm like there's just not enough time to get the things done that i want to get done and you always say oh like you can always make time but this year felt like there wasn't enough time Mm -hmm. in the day I know. And I, sometimes I think that's a good feeling because it's like, oh my gosh, we're so like filled up with amazing things in a day. But then, yeah, there are also days when I'm like, I wish I could buy an extra six hours every single day and just prolong this. But anyways, I will say I missed the podcast. I missed the whole process of dreaming up the guests and recording and the editing that I always frantically either do myself or that you help me with on Sunday evenings. So 
in true fashion, we are back Sunday night recording hours before this goes live. But hey, who doesn't work better under pressure, right? Right, right. <laughs> now, what would you rather be doing right now? Podcasting or spinning around and watching football? Uh, well, you're doing both right now. <laughs> so just for some context, Dave had blocked this day in our calendar and he said, don't bother me on Sunday, September 9th, 8th, 9th. And I think it's the 8th. No. Yeah. Yeah, ninth. No. <laughs> 8th. 8th. No, it's the 9th. It's the 8th. It's the 8th. It doesn't it's matter. <laughs> Regardless, I had this blocked off as the day you apparently get a hall pass. Not yeah, we had we, to clarify with that, yeah. that that term on our podcast. And that. I will just send some people over to the Game Tape Sessions podcast. That's Dave's podcast, where I, I discussed whether men or husbands should get a hall pass, i.e. should they be allowed to totally do nothing on Sundays when football is in season? And I'm like, well, I guess. Do nothing is not the right way to okay, think about do, it. The, well, you're not doing anything Productive. The house is spotless. <laughs> True. FYI, the dishes are done. I cooked dinner yeah, and okay. lunch. You got your points. Walk the dog. I did. I was productive. You today. did your acts of service, which we have deemed as my love language. So all you have to do is tidy the house a little bit, and I'm like, oh, this is the best. <laughs> Turn into Mister Clean for a Sunday, and I'm like <laughs> the king. Yes, I love it. Um, but yeah, before we spin off on too many tangents, I just want to say it's awesome to be back. Um, this show is always going to be coming out on Sunday evenings. And I do that and I've always done that for the last year and a half because I want your Sunday nights to be exciting and not dreadful. And I know for me, I always look forward to updating my podcast app on Monday mornings to see what new content is going to set me up for an exciting week. And so, yeah, this is the start of season four. This will just be um, a shorter episode with Dave and I. And then we've got tons of incredible guests that have already been recorded. I have in the past month or two recorded with someone who runs a very successful Etsy shop. Uh, we've recorded with someone who's a master of having meaningful conversations I've recorded with a personal finance expert, which was badass. I recorded with a lawyer who's a, a legal attorney for small businesses. Um, so lots of exciting content coming up. And I just want to officially welcome you back to the show. If you are new here, why don't we share a little bit about what the show is about? Does that sound good, Dave? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. You know, it's actually just so nice to have you on the other side of the mic so I don't have to talk to nobody. Yeah, doing a solo pod, I've never done one. I've heard radio shows. It takes uh, a certain person to be able to do it. I can't imagine ever doing a solo podcast, but I, I, I don't know. Have you done them before? I've Yeah, I've done a few. I mean, the listeners could scroll back and they yeah. would find some episodes that it's I've challenge. done. challenge. But can I tell you something funny? Yes. <laughs> you were at work yesterday and I sat down at like 9... 9.30 in the morning, and I recorded about half an hour of this episode, and at the end of it, I was like, oh, I just, I don't like talking to myself. Well, yeah, of course. That's kind of <laughs> Is a that like common a sense? But I, I listen to some podcasters who have a lot of solo episodes, and they do a really good job of it, but one thing I've realized is that for me, I pretty much need to script it out, like have it completely mm -hmm. typed out, and then I'm reading verbatim in a more casual language exactly what I've typed. Because if I just have notes, I kind of spiral, and then I feel weird taking pauses, and so... Anyways, I'm just really glad that it, you, it, you jumped in on this one to help me yeah, out. Yeah, it's a challenge. Conversation is 
generally meant for two people or more. So doing it by yourself, which mm-hmm. you know, having a conversation and you have to pose questions and relay them back and blah, blah. I can't do it. It, it but I mean, it's a skill. Mm-hmm. So all the yeah. power to you. So it's awesome that you came on. But yeah, for anyone who is new around here, the Visionary Life podcast is really a show to inspire you to build your most visionary life or what a lot of people call their best life or their dream life. And whether that is chasing a new career path, whether it's staying inspired in your daily life, whether it's achieving the health habits that you know are going to make you feel amazing, which per- which push you to follow your dreams because you feel so great. Um, those are the type of things we talk about on the show. And selfishly, it's that's what I love talking about. When I bring guests on, I want to know about their journey. I want to know how they got from an idea in their head to running a successful business. And I want to know the nitty gritty about what helped them do that. And so this show features interviews, 45 minutes in length for the most part, um, where I sit down physically, face to face for the most part, with people who are visionary, who are inspiring, and who have a really kick-ass story to share. So that's a bit of an overview of the show. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess You're, that's me. Wow. You don't exactly... What? Ju- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks. You're like, are you talking about me? Wow. Wow. Flattered. Can't believe I made it on this show. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of a little overview. Before we move on, I do want to give a shout out to our show sponsor because they rock. They make the show possible. And um, I know Dave's a big fan of the sponsor as well. Healthy planet the friggin best store to buy all your health food and supplement needs at because they have it all it truly is a one-stop shop for all of your health and wellness products and i've been shopping there for about six years Um, i know the team behind healthy planet and i'm really grateful that they've sponsored our past events before when I used to work for a health food company, they were always the best partners to work with because they're eager to join forces with with people in the community. And so another thing I love about shopping there is you can actually shop online if you don't want to go to the store, which is great. And you can go onto the website and either shop by department or dietary need, or sometimes I actually just go and check their sale rack online. And they always have... Like the prices are already low, but sometimes they have bags of cacao nibs and stuff on for $4.99. It's crazy. So uh, if anyone is interested in grabbing some health foodie stuff, Dave, are you interested? Mm-hmm. Yes, I knew you were. And I know you don't you don't want to leave your house to get healthy food, Who, right? Me? Yeah, you. Why would you say that? You want it delivered. Oh, yes. Yes. I was being facetious, but yes. <laughs> so if you're like Dave and you love having boxes of stuff <laughs> dropped at your doorstep, filled with the healthiest goods, then use code VISIONARY10, VISIONARY10, at checkout to save. You're going to save 10% off any online order that's a minimum of $49. I kind of zoned out there, but do they del- they deliver to you? To your doorstep. Like, you could walk outside tomorrow and have a package so how, from Healthy Is it Healthy Planet? Planet? They, like, they, how long does it take to get there? Yeah, Day? so, two well, days? you know what? Their warehouse is in Toronto. Oh, so perfect. if you live within an hour to two hour drive of Healthy Planet's warehouse, you're going to get it in a few days. Very nice. Um, so yeah, shop at healthyplanetcanada.com or just check their website for one of their stores. They've got about 20, 30 stores and they are expanding like crazy. And did you know that they sponsored the Raptors? I did not. 
hello. Go Raps. I'm sure they're pretty pleased with their decision. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. So maybe let's give the listeners some updates on what we've been up to this summer, just because we've been off the mics. Well, I've been off the mics. You've actually been on the mic with your podcast. Uh, but I thought it would just be cool to share some updates, what what were our highlights of the summer, and then we'll kind of jump into some more serious topics. Yeah, for sure. Let's go. Um, so I'm going to say one of my highlights, it's fresh in my memory, but we took a, a sweet trip to Algonquin Park, which is one of, is it an Ontario or Canada National Park? Well, <laughs> that's a dumb question. Is it a provincial? It's a, is, is it a national or a provincial park? I'm pretty sure it's a national park. Oh. I, well, I thought I it was know. provincial. It, it doesn't matter. Anyways, it's in Ontario, and we had the opportunity to tag along some more experienced campers, and we paddled in on canoes. We had all our supplies on our back, and we kind of went off the grid for a few days and just slept in tents on an island. We brought our dog, Abby, and, and <laughs> brought her around in the canoe, and she kind of loved it, kind of hated it. And I just really appreciate the way you can disconnect when you sleep in nature and and are kind of left without so much stimulation. So that provincial was a highlight park, by for the me. way, if it's you're provincial. Curious. Yeah, no, that, yes, and that is definitely a highlight of mine too. Mm-hmm. And I think it is because it's fresh. But you have to go back. Like the summers, the summer seems to fly by, but you do pack so much stuff in. Every weekend's busy. It's absolutely crazy we still have a few weddings coming up that i'm looking forward to so that'll be fun yeah i feel like we it's kind of sad that once august ends we're like oh summer's over no like september's beautiful the fall is beautiful even winter is amazing because we're planning a few vacations in the winter so i think i've come to a point in my life where yeah i don't live for summer necessarily no and but i am looking forward to my the pace of life slowing down a little bit as much as i love the weekend commitments and mm-hmm. I love meeting, getting together with everybody and doing stuff. It's nice to be able to kind of, for me at least, be able to hunker in after work and get stuff done here and focus on the things I want to without having every weekend piled up. So I agree. Yeah. And I'm feeling that same way that I, I'm needing that extra time on weekends to not be running around and cottaging and laying on a dock because I've got a lot of projects and, mm-hmm. and same with you too. Um, maybe we can each share a little bit about what we're working on, but for me... Most top of mind, it's kind of stressing me out a bit, but tomorrow I am launching my Launch Your Business free three-day course. So did I tell you about this, Dave? I saw it on your Instagram. Oh yeah, you probably got targeted with an ad. <laughs> no, 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 I, I follow you, you posted it. <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> I'm just kidding. So yeah, I created this course really out of hearing a lot of people in my life saying, I want to start a business, but... And then there was usually some some factor that was preventing them from getting started. And I, I know you've kind of been there where you're like, oh, I know I could do this, but you almost have no idea where to begin. So I just wanted to compile a few resources that have really helped me in kickstarting and jumpstarting a business. And the whole goal of this three free day course, which you can still join if you head to kelseyridle.com slash challenge, um, the whole goal is to put you into action because... You can be inspired, you can have all the ideas, you can be the smartest person on the block, but if you don't take action, nothing ever changes. So over the next three days, I'm delivering workbooks to all the students. We have over 200 people signed up, Dave. 
That is insane. That's I awesome. Know. And I know like to someone who has a billion dollar business, they're like, well, that's a small number. No, it's well, not. That's huge. What the hell? I'm so damn excited to have that many people. I mean, granted, I spent a lot of time putting out emails and social posts and gathering um, people who might be interested. And I did pay for some sponsored ads, but I believe like that's what you need to do. If you really believe in what you're creating, you want to share it with the world. So anyways, that's when does that start? So it starts tomorrow. Wow. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, like I mentioned, if you follow that link, KelseyRidal.com slash challenge, you can still join. Even if you want to join midway through the week, you can still get all the content, right? It, it lives in the the private Facebook group. So yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped about that. Um, of course, it takes me a lot of time to create it. But like I said, when, when you believe in something and you, you're excited to share it with the world, then it's always worth the extra effort. So Yeah, of course. So what about you? What have you been working on? What are you excited to kind of start tackling in September, October, beyond? Um. Well, we've been pretty, uh, pretty forward with the podcast over the summer, and it's been tricky because I would consider it our off season. So now with sports starting up, it's full swing. And um, can we? Can you give an overview of what your podcast is? Yeah, just for sure. To so give it some context, it's just a general sports podcast that we follow: hockey, football, and everything, everything sports and tennis, whatever is at uh, top of mind for us. So it kind of spawned because uh, the guy I was podcast that I podcast with now he was on a podcast before and they decided to kind of fold it after about a year um, and I was always dying to or jealous to get on it so when uh, it opened up and he wanted to keep going I said well like I'm more than happy to start one up with you so we started one up together um, and we've been we're on episode 43 now which you is pretty well you are pumping yeah. episodes out like I, you're I'm gonna little, surpass me in no time i'm a little bit worried about burnout or time like it, it it is time consuming i i think that we need to structure our time better and not just kind of like oh this happened let's podcast which is great because i'm all for that um but there there is time that goes into not, not just the podcasting itself but um obviously the the producing side and then the editing side uh, uploading and the part that we really really struggle with is the promotion side of it so i don't have a plan for that yet but i think um i think it's about time that we start our promotion side a little bit more but um we're having a lot of fun doing it and that's the that's the good part about it. It doesn't feel like work by any means. Um, and he's somebody that we can just, we have a good time talking sports anyway. So the fact that you're able to put a couple of mics in front of our face is a bonus. So, um, yeah, so I've got that going on. Uh, I've got my second client for uh, our videography business, which Ooh. maybe you want to talk about a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we're it a little... It's not videography. It's We're a little media. behind on sharing this business, but I mean, it's no surprise because most of the listeners know that I have a consulting business where I do social media, digital marketing. Um, I'll do uh, podcast materials for people, writing up blog posts. So I've been doing this for money since I went freelance three and a half years ago. And Dave has kind of always been interested in photography, videography, kind of as as just a a passion or side hustle, I guess. Mm -hmm. And one day we um, had an opportunity actually to get our first client together. 
And that made me really start to think, wow, we do have some complementary skills that all fall under the banner of kind of a media company. And we don't have like ambitions to scale this into a massive business or anything. But I thought, hey, well, why don't we just pull together a little website? It's not live yet, but under the banner Visionary Media, right? We can offer exactly what we already do. You do some videography for people. Podcast editing. Podcast editing. Like you're so skilled at editing. You know so much about these audio programs and like removing noise and how to exactly, you know, edit them and crop them in a way that makes them sound so good. This is just something that you're great at. You're just going to stop you there. You know what I think I would imagine a lot of people struggle with, and I did probably still do, is everybody thinks that they're just very mediocre at everything. You know, not everything. Everybody thinks that they can do something okay, but not great enough to sell it. Mm -hmm. And it's tough now because you go online and you can go on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook and everything that you're doing, there's a pretty good chance that somebody else is doing it. And there's a pretty good chance that somebody else is doing it better. So immediately you can be like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. Like there's no way it can be um, profitable, blah, blah, blah. And I got stuck in that trap for years um, where I would do something out of enjoyment and it would just end because if you ever thought it was a business idea, I'm thinking, okay, from a client perspective, why would they ever come to me uh, when they can go to ABC, XYZ and Mm -hmm. they're, honestly, they could probably do a better job. So I thought of business that way. um, And then I was scrolling on Facebook, which I'm never on, and I was on it maybe a couple weeks ago and a friend of mine uh, that I used to work with he now owns a uh, indoor golf simulator posted uh, looking for someone to do a video a promotional video and that's kind of where I focused my videography mindset to so I shot him actually I didn't shoot him a message right away I looked at the comments and the comments were like hey requesting or you know requesting for some companies that could do it and I looked at the companies that were being uh, put out and I clicked on them and yeah they looked great but I bet you it would have been a couple grand to get one of those things done so then I kind of looked at okay well what could I charge because I can do a great job for what they want like this isn't going to Hollywood I can do what exactly what they need it might <laughs> I can do exactly <laughs> what they need and more and probably do it for a very reasonable price so that's what I did I sent him uh I sent him a quote and said this is what I can do for you and here's all the tools I have and here's a price point for you. And I think he's very, very excited about that. Probably I, I cut a lot of business in half. I think that's more of a, um, I don't think I'm selling myself short because I'm also building a profile. Exactly. But why not? Like that's one of the benefits you have as a, uh, a small entrepreneur. You have the ability to move quick and undercut if it's something you enjoy. So yeah, I'm not going to make a ton of money doing this, but I'm building a portfolio and um, I'm able to gain trust and hopefully get some, what do you call it? Not recommendations, but testimonials. Experience, testimonials. Testimonials, experience yeah. as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That happened a couple of weeks ago. We'll be doing the shoot September, oh God, 14th, I think. I have yeah, to it's check. coming up soon. How many people do you think get held up by the belief that somebody's already doing it and probably better than me, so I'm not going to? Like just exactly where would, you were getting say, tripped up. I would say most people like Actually, myself don't even start a business because of yeah, that. That's kind of what I mean. And I, I almost say that I answer my own question because I'm just wrapping up this round of the visionary method, which is my 90 day business coaching program. 
And I, I hear the students in there and we have calls every other week together. And I've heard at least three of them in the last few weeks say, someone's already doing this like me. So maybe I need to change my idea. And it makes me sad because I really do believe there's room for all of us and that whatever kind of life skills you have, you bring a totally unique product or service to the table. But then I can also relate because when I launched launched my course, do you know who Marie Forleo is? No. No. She's probably one of the biggest celebrities in the online business world. And Marie Forleo has a Uh, a course that she launched like eight years ago. It's called B-School, Business School. And it is very similar to what I teach in the Visionary Method, right? It's the foundations of building an online business. And Marie Forleo has all of the most powerful influencers and marketers on her side promoting her course. So I feel oftentimes very like, afraid because she's obviously been doing this longer. She's got millions of followers on Instagram. She wrote a book. But at the same time, I have to remind myself, and I think this is good advice for anyone who's stuck in that spiral of, oh my God, someone's already doing this. You have to remind yourself what is going to set you apart. What puts you in a quadrant of your own? And I actually teach this in the visionary method. For me, it's that, yeah, Marie Forleo and I might have a similar course, although like I've, I've never even taken um, her full course, but there are probably a lot of parallels. But what sets my course apart, and I have to really drill this into my head because it's hard to believe it, is that I provide live coaching through it. Marie Forleo is running an automated program. You don't get access to Marie. I am like in the trenches with my students. They can email me. I'll respond within 48 hours. We have our biweekly calls all together. And I think that's a huge differentiator to not have to feel like you're alone and that you get access to the course creator to ask all your questions. So did I did I need a lot of time to believe that my course was different and better in its own way? Yeah, but eventually um, I've really worked on that belief. And I think it's important for anybody who feels kind of washed out by the fact that there's a lot of people doing what they're doing already. Yeah. And I think if you're going to do something and you're worried about it or worried about making what you do meaningful, I've learned at least through this aspect of a business is that just create and just make stuff. And it doesn't, I mean, when you're starting, I mean, you might disagree, but it doesn't necessarily matter in my opinion so much um, how you promote it off the get-go, which, I mean, if you can do both, that's great. But for me, it's just get confident in what you're doing and build it and just do it. Because if you're not doing it and you're thinking about it and you're always like spinning your tires, you're obviously not getting anywhere. So for me, it's just, it's tough, but create and do instead of overanalyze. Mm-hmm. It, it took so long for me to start a podcast because it was like, how do I do it? You know, blah, blah, blah. And how do I get the right equipment? It's like, well, maybe if you just record on a cell phone to start and the audio sucks, but that's going to build and couple of, you know episodes later or weeks or months you're gonna go out, buy a microphone and then you might love it and you might save some money get another microphone it just if you're not if you don't start it you're never gonna get anywhere so mm-hmm. yeah yeah it is very true um so before we kind of roll off that topic I, I i feel like there's a lot of people listening right now who are like oh cool like good for you for starting that podcast dave like just getting after it and, and seeing how it unfolds one episode at a time but why why are you happy you started it? Like, why do you feel proud of yourself for just 
putting it on iTunes and, and sticking to recording it, even though you didn't know where it was headed. But like, yeah, why are you excited about this? Yeah, I think there's a few reasons. The first one is because it was something I was, oh, I always wanted to do a, a sports podcast. Um, this stems like to probably three years ago. I talked about it and, you know, you get feelers out and some people have their own opinions on what you should do. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. So I decided to do it and the opportunity rose where Adam was available. So the timing kind of worked out, which was great. But it was something that I'm passionate about anyways. And if I ever thought about where I would want to be, it was in the sports industry. It's like, that'd be super cool. Obviously, that's not what I'm doing right now, which is okay. But it's it's an outlet for me beyond. I don't fo- I don't consider the podcast for me a business. Um, to me, it's something. It's more of a passion project. I love doing it. If it can spawn into something else, that's great. But right now, it's something that um, I can see it bringing potential awareness to the videography side of things. I'm not quite sure how. Maybe there's a connection I can build. But right now, it's something I love doing, um, and I it gives me hope that there's an opportunity with it down the road. Um, if I don't do it, I feel like I'm just watching sports just like every other person and whatever. I'm enjoying it, but I'm not doing anything with it. It's like I'm spending all this time watching it, playing it. It, it has become my life in a great way, and I love it. So why not try to make it into something? I'm not I don't think I'm aggressively pursuing it as anything grand yet, but I honestly feel like it's one of those things in the back of your mind that keeps you motivated to continue to get up and think, oh, like maybe this could be something. So mm-hmm. I haven't, I don't think I've taken the, the the podcast into a direction that maybe you have yet, but right now I'm just kind of proud that it started and it's going and it's actually in motion. And like I just said, I, I'm doing it. Like it's something I'm actually doing instead of thinking about now. So that that's a confidence booster. Yeah, that's actually so cool to hear that you just said, like, you're taking what you love and making it into something. You know, you're not looking to, like, make a billion dollars off this podcast right now. Although I'm all for it. I mean, you're all for (laughs) it. Yeah, like, we could bring on some sponsors, maybe. I don't even know who sponsors sports. We've got to get a few more listeners, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, anyways, but (laughs) in the future, we'll put that on the vision board. But yeah, like, there's nothing wrong. If you're spending all this time consuming a certain type of content why not turn it into something that you can almost like give that excitement, pay that excitement forward to other people, right? Because people love hearing you and Espo talk about sports because you have good banter together. You're laughing. You're making jokes. Like you're cracking up. So other people really dig that. For me, it's also really cool. I mean, right now it's kind of a friends and family and some random people who log in, which is fine. (laughs) But I I even love when like my dad will message me. He was like, that was an awesome podcast. I had a great, it's like, that's cool to me. it's like wow like some like okay it's my dad but still yeah. there are people that watch it and they think it's great and people who don't watch it I wish it and- my parents would listen to my podcast I've downloaded the podcast app on both their phones <laughs> I've subscribed to them I'm pretty sure like in my first week I I made them subscribe to my podcast cuz I wanted more subscribers and I wanted a chance to make the new and noteworthy section I didn't wah wah How do you do that only when you're new I think it's only when you're new, but like, it's just an algorithm. Like I I tried to follow what I thought would be helpful. So they say release three episodes right off the bat. You want to get lots of reviews, lots of downloads right away. So I didn't make it on new and noteworthy. You didn't either. What? I don't think. I don't think so. Someone would have told you. I did notice when I, so I started off on iTunes and when we started off, the podcast was very fresh and we were very new at it. Um, But then about episode 30 or so, I don't know. I'll say we had, by episode 30, we might've had 200 downloads or something like that. And then 
31 or around that area, we opened it up to Spotify. And so we had two different platforms and our listeners doubled. We ended Mm -hmm. up going to 500. So I don't know know what what that means. I also think your content is very searchable because you have so many episodes already in the bank. And anyone who's searching the sports terms or the people that you're talking about, Mm you might be the only one who's released an episode that quickly on that certain topic. So I do think your your stuff, people will randomly stumble upon it. I don't know. The world is pretty yeah. amazing how people can And I think find it's about you. finding your, sometimes it's finding your niche. Obviously, we're replicating like sports podcasts. Yeah, that's obviously been done before. But it's finding your niche. And I think some people are enjoying our banter. And if they are, that's great. If they're not, they won't listen. But mm-hmm. it's, trying to especially when we like we're co-hosts so we're trying to get better at communicating and making the show more enjoyable and fluid and i don't know maybe we also like haven't really promoted it so if we do decide to promote it um heavily i think that would be fun to kind of see what happens um and maybe we'll do that for season four which should be coming out probably next week so we'll see you're already on season four are you trying to surpass me well i mean you all right our first season was kind of like I would consider our preview where it was like a lot of lessons learned. And then our second season was the end of the sports season, hockey and football, the third season, which is going on right now, which is the whole off season. So we're kind of lining our seasons up with, um, I would consider the sports seasons. So I don't know, just cause we bang out episodes doesn't necessarily mean we're surpassing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm all, all of a sudden feeling like I'm behind. <laughs> Um, okay, so you tell me that my podcast needs to be more funny and comical. No. Is that what you said to me this morning? It was yesterday. Yesterday. I'm sorry, I'm confused on yeah, the day. I was sleeping this morning. Um, <laughs> no, I was just saying, um, in my, from when I listen to your podcast, I love it. It's informative. But it's not funny enough. Not that it's not funny, but sometimes, like, I guess everybody finds difference in entertainment. Like, when I listen to a podcast, it may be strictly for yeah it, it depends yeah, this why is you're not a in. comedy podcast look no, at the I damn category i didn't say it was just i just what do i look for in a podcast can be very different from someone else so i think that's my opinion subjective well obviously. let's add in some humor then you got a funny story actually <laughs> i have a really funny story so i was driving to kitchener where we grew up well you grew up in waterloo i grew up in kitchener big difference <laughs> No difference. It's like the other side of the train tracks. Ooh. It's a major difference. Okay. I'm surprised well, you survived. If anyone has an opinion on that, please reach out to us on Instagram because uh, Kitchener's where it's at. You know, it's funny. Only people from Kitchener call it KW, which, you know, they try to yeah, buckle on no, no, kind of a up. part of what? No, we are Waterloo. You are Kitchener. <laughs> but people from Kitchener will be like, yeah, we live in KW. It's like, good try. You're not okay. part of. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, enough out of you. <laughs> anyway, so I'm driving home and... Well, I don't know if I can say why I went home. I guess it could be still a secret. So I won't say why I needed to why? drive. I don't know. if It hasn't been announced. Oh, well, just when are you releasing Anyways, the episode? Tonight. Anyways, right, not tonight. my news to share, but you'll see it on Instagram It's exciting. Soon it's enough. not bad. It's yeah, very good. Yeah, it's not good. bad at all. But I was driving and this lady was in a car and she was kind of looking kooky. She had kind of like Miss Frizzle hair. And I know somebody who gets that hair sometimes. I think I have it right now, actually. <laughs> and she had a dog who, and this is on the 401, like the busy highway, who was kind of panting out the window, head out the window, about 
Abby's size, so like 45 pounds. And the dog had red speed goggles. <laughs> and I burst out laughing. Like, there's not many moments that make me just like laugh out loud alone in a car. But like, what the hell? That's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, it made me laugh. And I cannot get that visual out of my mind because I just looked over and I was hysterically laughing and i think she knew because she looked at me and smiled but i'm like this is too funny there's one time i was driving a jays game and I had my baseball glove on while i was driving which is probably a terrible idea what? but whatever why would you do i that? was excited dangerous. i know bad idea anyways there was a family that passed me and i had my baseball glove out the window as i was driving and they were just laughing and i realized how dumb i looked but yeah, it's fun to people watch in the car if you can keep your eyes on the road. It really is. Actually, shout out to my friend Brianne. One time we were driving home from my cottage and she had, it was back in the day when we used to carry digital cameras around and she took pictures of every single car we passed and the person in the driver's seat and then she would post albums on Facebook called Do You Know This Person? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That's like, the definition of having too much time on your hands in high school. I don't think that ever went anywhere. I don't even think anyone ever commented being like, I know that person. So anyways, I thought to spice this episode up again, this is just an intro. We're saying kind of welcome back to the podcast. We're having a celebratory party, just me and kind of Dave's trying to pump up my tires that season four is back. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Give me some cheers. We're cheersing our water bottles, but I thought to end off this show. What? Cheersing our water bottles. We both have water. Yeah, I have a like mason we're not, jar. We're not cheersing drinks oh, or champagne. I get, it. I get it. I understand. Like kind of lame. We're celebrating. We don't have celebratory drinks is what I'm saying. We but can. I think we had them last night. Right. I had some delicious ciders last night. Shout out to Duxbury. Maybe Duxbury Cider can sponsor this mm. podcast. They were so good. But I thought we could play a game of Would You Rather. Okay. You down? Shoot. Dave's just like whatever I'm just sitting in my chair ask me the question just a talking head right now so yeah. go ahead I mean at the end of the day some people like just you know mindless entertainment in a podcast and we're gonna give it to them yes okay and you can ask me some questions too okay okay would you rather give up breakfast lunch or dinner breakfast I do it anyways go on next question okay <laughs> I'm kidding what about you but I'm serious but what about you the reason I say that is because um I have bad habits where I sleep in to the very last second and I run to work mm. and I'm always on the go in the morning. I should build it. I shouldn't, but I do. So I do I that I would anyways. give up lunch or dinner. <gasps> what? Because first of all, breakfast is the bomb diggity. Do you know that brunch wow. that we go to We're on so Mother's Day different. every year? Yeah, that's not me. It has all know. my favorite foods. Granola, muffins, um, lox and bagel with the salmon on it eggs benedict we are waffles. so far apart when it comes to food and i recently started enjoying bacon i'm sorry i used to kind of be more vegan okay. vegetarian you but can come into my circle that's okay yeah but anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah oh, lunch yeah. i would say i would give up dinner because i get hungry earlier in the day and then dinner doesn't appeal to me i'd rather snack over dinner okay would you rather have to sit all day or stand all day that's interesting because I know uh, my work environment has both and I spent a long time sitting in an office and now I spend a long time standing um, and I'm going to say standing easily, You'd rather but not stand like at a standing desk because that just sucks. Standing yeah. desks aren't cool. They're not cool. And you know what? They're, They're oftentimes bad for you because I've done a lot of reading on standing desks because out of my co-working space, I have the option to use a standing desk. 
And for a few weeks, I was really keen on it, at least doing half the day. But when you start getting fatigued around one or two hours, you start slumping over the desk in the weirdest freaking ways. Like I would have my back all churned up. My feet would be like way apart or I would be just like leaning over the desk that's not good. So I've read some articles that you're actually supposed to have some props alongside a standing desk. Um, and what I mean by that is like they have these foot stools that you're supposed to put one foot up on. Yeah. There's mats that you're supposed to stand on. If you're not wearing good shoes, like good luck standing all day. I, I just found like like the standing, I understand the purpose of the standing desk, but I want to bring up is have you ever heard somebody sound like this during a call oh wait hold on let's come oh never mind it's not coming anyway, what is have, it come have on you, play well it. it's it's all messed up have okay. you ever heard somebody on a treadmill desk while you're on a call my old boss <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like she I, did that for every single call we had i i was shocked i we have a guy who does it all the time and when he talks like obviously your mic picks it up but it's just like the sound of the yeah. treadmill but hey if you can do it i think that's great but my mind is like unfortunately i have to be sitting like if i'm standing i just can't it sounds weird but i can't concentrate as well i can't get stuff done yeah um, my old boss like i swear our meetings had no outcomes because i don't even think she was paying attention because yeah. she was more focused on her workout i could not hear her i'd be like I won't say your name. I'd be like, I need you to hold the phone up a little closer. I'm sorry. I still can't hear you. Pet peeve in meetings is when people are too quiet on the phone. Oh, yeah. I mean, can't you just turn the volume up, though? No, but like when people are too far away. We've had that recently. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, no, I I would much rather be not just standing at a desk, but I'd rather be out doing something like hands-on. I'm far more Mm -hmm. like, I guess, I don't know how you would say it, but I would rather be doing stuff, moving my legs. Um, I'm more of a hands-on person anyways so yeah Mm -hmm. okay this isn't a would you rather but who's your dream podcast guest oh yeah like if you could actually have one of the sports guys on or athletes or i don't even know like even a sport podcast host that's tough to say dream but i think would be fun to pick the brain of um one of the guys that I don't know if I idolize over, but I think he's very good at his job. Uh, he works for TSN. His name's Brian Hayes. He does yeah. um, a podcast radio show from uh, four to seven that I listen to every day, or I used to. I try to as much as I can, but I just love to pick his brain um, more about how he got into it. I know he went to school for it, but I don't know. He does a very good job at. Uh, I, I don't know. I just want to know what he does, like the time he puts into researching his guests and how he pulls a three-hour show together every day. Yeah, you can only he probably assume, has help. <laughs> he does, but you can only assume that a lot of their banter is just kind of off the cuff, so it's impressive how they can do it. So mm, I don't know. Definitely. I would like to have him on and just shoot the you-know-what with him. Mm, There's no yeah. E beside your episode, is there? No, but okay. I can put it. No, and like, don't. come on, if you slip like one little bad word, are the iTunes police going to come out and get you? Maybe. I'm going to knock on my door tonight while I'm sleeping. You can beep it out. Well, thanks for asking about my dream podcast guest. I guess I'll answer that question. Um, How long are we at here, Dave? Give me the update. 42 minutes. Whoa, that went by fast. I said 45. I know, but. So I am recently re-obsessed with Dragon's Den. And uh, 
I'm not sure if I should reach out to the dragons. Like, would they come on my show? I think maybe I could get one of them. But that's definitely a dream to get a dragon on my show. What about an X one? I know. Oh, yeah. An X dragon. uh, What about old David Chilton? He might be able to come on your podcast. You should ask him. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, noted. And we have a mutual connection to him. We do. And he was my baseball coach for a couple of years. But I will say, I have reached out to a couple, another guest, Priya Parker. She wrote The Art of Gathering. I just got denied. Her publicist wrote me back and I was like, she's not taking interviews. And then this- Neither am I. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm busy too. And then this other guy I reached out to who started a massive company who I was like, yeah, like he'll definitely say yes. No response and ghosted. Being a podcast host is a lesson in rejection because as much as I have had some of the most amazing guests who I totally thought would say no to the show, although- I, I'm giving them an amazing opportunity to share their story and um, to expose their their offers to my audience. But as much as I've had great guests, I've also had a lot of rejections, of course, right? People, they can't just say yes to everybody, but it's definitely thickened my skin a little bit. So yeah. Oh, well, you keep shooting. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot? Gotta shoot your shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, I don't even know what you're saying. So I think you're shoot getting your a little shot. No, shoot your shot means like, it's a joke. It's a sports term. You just got to like, you got to yeah, keep... this is fu- not the Game Tape Sessions well, podcast. Well, we're incorporating it. No, but <laughs> going back to getting guests and rejection, it's like if you're not getting rejected, there's a chance that you're actually not doing something right. Because right. Yeah. It, yeah, if to. everybody's accepting, it means you're not going inside your comfort zone. Exactly. So keep getting rejected and then you're going to get one out of 20 and you're like, holy crap, this person actually said yes. I can't believe it. So mm-hmm. definitely shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. <laughs> And on that note, if you do have guest suggestions for season four, I still have a few spots to fill for the, I think, November or December episodes. We still have a few open. So if you could just open up that Instagram app and message me at Kelsey Rydell, uh, share a guest suggestion with me. I love to bring on people that you want to hear from. Uh, As well, if you enjoy this episode and if you want to share the um, yeah, just share the the podcast and, and get other people excited about creating their own most visionary life and bringing these conversations to more people. The best way to share the podcast is actually just to grab your phone and screenshot the episode you're listening to and share it on your Instagram stories. That's where people are hanging out. So that would be super helpful. And it helps us to kind of get the show in the hands of people who will love it. <laughs> and if you think that visionary media is good idea let us know and no <laughs> I no just turned on the yeah, lights <laughs> like got really bright in here Game um, over. <laughs> no if you think it's a good idea or you have a small business that's looking to be promoted hit us up um we can always put something together for you so just a, a small plug there and the but website I'm interested, should be so. live soon but yeah we've got a, a fun little roster of services under there that we're excited to be able to offer we have uh, one steady client right now and we've had a lot of fun just figuring out the dynamics between the two of us and to my knowledge she's been extremely happy with everything that's come out of it so we'll yes. share more on that in a future episode but until then we gotta go happy sunday or whatever day you're listening to this bye bye have a good one guys bye thanks for tuning in to this episode of visionary life i love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis so if you could help me out by rating and reviewing the show in your itunes app i would be so grateful You can also support the show by taking a quick screenshot of the episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Kelsey Riddle. 
If you're feeling stuck, uninspired, stagnant, bored, or confused in what your next step should be, it's time to take action. Please reach out because I'd love to connect with you. I'll catch you in the next episode.